Hi, good morning. Hello, all. Are you talking to me? Hey, fans. No, I'm talking to our fans oh, first. Sorry. Okay. I'll be quiet. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, our special guest today, I'm really excited to bring him out. Hey. He's sitting there quietly. Oh, oh, he's not quiet. You know what I was just, just thinking speak. is that like, we're really <laughs> not, we're really not ready or I don't think we'll ever be ready for a guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not polished enough we're for not, that. We're not, we're not guest centric. I have actually even though even though no one this. has asked, no one has asked yet if they would like to be a yet. guest. Yes. No one has asked yet. But I'm looking forward to the day where we can say no. no. <laughs> Won't work. It's not the <laughs> format. <laughs> I truly thought that because we this week we had some really fun social media traction to the point where I was like, could we invite this person on? And then I was like, no, we I would freeze up. We I love the idea that one person wrote a really positive review and we're like, get him, get him or her on. The- <laughs> on. Get him on the pod. Yeah, no, I mean, I've just been looking at Twitter. Really I've been looking at her recent follows. I'm just like, oh, we have like some options now. <laughs> we don't. We have no options. I would say that we are really, we're really trying to give everybody a little something, something. So if you're a TikTok boy or girl, find us there. If you're on Instagram, Please. find us there. If you're on Twitter, find us there. It's 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 a very variation mm-hmm. on a familiar theme. But you will find all of the same <laughs> content in each of those places. <laughs> but we want to make sure you enjoy it where you're comfortable. Where you're comfortable. Now, <laughs> this did make me Okay, in college, I used to really poo-poo people who would say that over the summer they were social media interns because i'm like how hard could it be but yeah now, i was like that's a bullshit now, fucking job now i'm like wait running it's like running you to the ground right yeah it's literally it's hard it's yeah, tough you know, yeah we're building the airplane as we're flying it as as, it, as an adult would say that's a really adult expression yeah, I've tried to commit to my social media like more in the past and it exactly feels like that. It's like once you post one, you're already behind on posting another. Right. So it the social media game is really tough for me. It kind of really is about batching content, but I, I can't do that. I, don't I will anything. I will say this to give you a little dear dear listeners, a little Wizard of Oz peek behind the curtain. If you are interacting with us on social media, it's me. It's <laughs> Steve. <laughs> And I'm very excited to talk, to talk to each and every one of you. I never like flat out stated like I will not be doing that. But it very much was like Chanel will not be doing that. When we were setting it up, you were like, oh, I don't like responding to comments. And I was like, okay, oh. I guess that I guess that was your delegation. That was me going, your job for you. I I'm love it like, though. I love it. You're so good at it because I get like triggered. Um, <laughs> if somebody has something, not even negative to say, but if ha- someone has anything critical to say or whatever, I'm yeah. like, well, even a critical question, like, yeah, a critical question. You, and I happen to defense. This? And it's like, oh. and you're like, fuck you, dude. Give me the benefit of the doubt. So you're so lucky I, that, that I'm at the wheel. Otherwise, you would. <laughs> yeah. Steven's driving the social media train. I get really like triggered and defensive and you're and you just respond like like a sage, like a guru. <laughs> Which is funny like, because pers- it's funny. personally I don't really have any social media. So it's like this is my True. this is my outlet. <laughs> this is your persona online. It's just me. Guys, Steven took his existing Twitter account and transformed <laughs> it into our podcast Twitter account, well, which I think is the best. Well, because my original Twitter account 
was defunct about six years ago because it was hacked. And oh, uh, I didn't know this. Yeah, okay. it was hacked oh. by, and we might have to bleep this, but it was hacked by. <laughs> we definitely had to. Bleep I think it. I remember this. Yeah, was, I think I remember this. It you was actually hacked were by hacked. an extremist group. <laughs> yeah, you were hacked like in a big way. <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> they were like, "This guy's got reach. Let's go." Yeah, so they were tweeting some really extreme messaging. So I had to just, I had to just shut it down. Because Twitter was yeah, no help. It. Oh, yeah. They were no, like, they they were like well, from where we're seeing, where we're sitting, it looks like they're logging in in the same area. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it got Do to you the... not understand hacking? And then it got Do to... I need to explain this to you? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, allow me to explain. Anyway. Well, we all digress. this is to say... <laughs> Yeah, we're just having fun on the social medias. Talk to us. We're well, okay. We Stephen's having so much fun responding to you guys on social media. I'm I'm, I'm down. Like with, I'm in. down with it. Stephen loves it, so go troll him. And um, I'm making a fair amount of the content, or I'm trying. Okay, not that much of the content, but I'm making some content. So if I'm if you if you enjoyed it, I probably made it. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stephen makes stuff too. But yeah, we're having fun and come talk to us. Uh, write a review on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's like our favorite. We love a review. Waking up to a positive review only. is, oh yeah, positive only. You woke up to a review If you have a negative one, week. you can email it to us. How about that? <laughs> I'll funnel it to Steven. Yeah. For, for a response because he will respond. I'll respond. He will respond. I'll, probably in a minute. Very quickly. He's got his like thumb is like on the phone, like ready to respond. So if you want a response. That's right. Your guy. Oh man, oh man. Speaking of your guy, as something a secretary from the nineteen sixties would say. Or my guy. My guy. Down with love. Welcome oh. to nineteen sixty two. Welcome to nineteen sixty two. Our guy and gal of honor, Ewan McGregor and Renee Zellweger. Right. But we're focusing on Renee Zellweger. It's a Renee Zellweger. I couldn't. Because I... men don't exist yeah. in our podcast. <laughs> Except maybe Tom Cruise. It's really funny that like throughout space and time and especially movie history, it really has been like very male centric and male dominated, and we are like refusing to look at them. Well, much like this, we're like they don't exist. Much like this movie, we're taking old time ideas and giving them a real modern flair. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at it. We're looking at it. Oh, you're doing a little remodeling. We're doing. We're looking at it with modern with modern eyes, like this movie attempts to do. Right. This week's movie was Down With Love. I think it was 2003. It was. Which normally would enthrall me. But this is a, this is a period piece. So we're not in 2003. We are in 1962. We're also still in 2003. A little bit. A li- just a just little bit. Just a little bit. We were pretty much in 2003, actually. <laughs> we're actually just playing dress up in 2003, uh, basically. All the settings, costumes, backdrops are different. But like it's very much 2003. It's very 2003. So... Um, have you ever heard of this movie before? Here, I have okay. not. I, the only time I had ever heard of this movie is that one time Sarah Paulson, co-star um, of the movie, mentioned that this that when she got this movie, she was so enthusiastic because she thought, 
Like, oh my goodness, it's 2003. Renee Zellweger just did Chicago. Like, I'm in this movie oh. with her. This movie. She's like, this is going to break me. This is going to launch a thousand ships. Like, this is, this is my star vehicle. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think it. I had that I, thought watching it. And it does, it has, it has all the elements of, of a, of a hit. It, it really, I, I think when they made it, they really thought they were making something special. Now, some of the parts, baby. <laughs> I can't tell you how much better than the sum of the whole. That's right. Now, I will go on record early on and say that I really, really, I ended up really enjoying the movie a lot. Now, there were okay. some dips. There were some dips in it, but I, I will say right off the bat that I really enjoyed it. Okay. I'm at the place where I just was two seconds ago. Some of the parts are definitely greater than the sum of the whole. Like, I can point out some amazing moments, line readings. Right. Truly world class line readings, the costuming. Beautiful. Oh my god! Right. The um, backdrop work, the green screen work. Right. Oh my god, it's so good. Sets on sets and, on sets. Yeah, and like somehow, I it it like doesn't sour the whole, but I just like don't remember the whole. <laughs> it's almost like they just made like, it's not what, there. They it's made, gone. They made the most complicated cake in the world with all these fabulous. <laughs> ingredients and then they pull it out of the oven and they're like god damn it who forgot to put the baking powder in like it's like (laughs) ah it's almost inedible but but every ingredient if we could get them back is is perfect top of the line world class (laughs) they just forgot something (laughs) rare (laughs) it's true but it's so interesting this is a really interesting case study for us um yeah i'm ready to dive in i'll read us the synopsis okay wonderful as I'm reading, we're going to lose our picture, but that's okay. What? Okay. It's down with love. It is 1962 right. and feminist Barbara Novak, Renee Zellweger, pens a best-selling book that details the drawbacks of love. She encourages women to forego serious relationships with men in favor of independence, workplace achievements, and satisfying sex. Despite her success, Many men are taken aback by her progressive views, including slick writer Catcher Block, played by Ewan McGregor, who decides to expose Barbara as a fraud by making her fall in love with him. However, his plan has unexpected consequences. Ooh. That's so spot on. Unexpected consequences it does. That's really spot on. Right. Your summary really closely follows the movie. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Okay. Right off the bat. I was so excited to watch this. Me too. The poster okay. The poster is so fun. That's a world-class poster. World-class poster. Renee is kind of standing askew, looking, looking beautiful, and kind of giving a little wink to the audience. And... Right off the right off the bat, and before the movie even starts, I know that this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun, 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 fun. You know, that's it, how it, I felt. It was mostly fun, I will say. <laughs> they were really trying to drive the fun with that muse, that backing track yeah. at all times. They have this really fun, quirky. Let's let's say they, I know what they're doing. They're doing a parody. <laughs> like I just want to, I just want to be seen as smart. Like I want no pushback here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Just get it over with. 
No, I mean, we know what they're doing. Right. We're not idiots. We're smart. Okay, so this is parody. They're going for a parody right. of those like 1960s, like hyper puritanical, like pillow talky type movies. Which you know I love. So, yeah, seen them all. <laughs> Every single one. I was like, maybe I need to watch like six other films before I watch this one. I, didn't. I was going to say that like, I bet that if we... If we were more dialed in to films in the 1960s, I bet we would have. I bet we would have enjoyed this even more, which is even hard more. to believe. But I bet we would have. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay, this is all style. I was so excited to watch them poke fun at that style. So sure. we had that really fun, funky backing track the whole movie. It okay. I will say though, the, the background track is is a does become a little exhausting at times. It's I like was, watching. I felt like I ran a marathon. Yeah, it's like watching Mad Max, like this pulsating score in the background that like punctuates every joke, every step, every smile, every action that they do is a corresponding note <laughs> that is played. Yes, and I'm yeah. telling you that like, and because you watched five minutes and you texted me and you're like, okay, I'm exhausted. Does this scene like does the music does con- it stop? And I was like, literally no, except for one scene where Renee Zellweger <laughs> delivers a monologue is the only moment in the movie where it's there's quiet. silence. <laughs> yeah, this really did a number on my brain. And the movie is like, like an hour 45. So that's a long time. Maybe it's an hour 50. That's a long time to be like being handheld by a score. That is. I was truly exhausted. I was absolutely exhausted. Right. And I did keep checking the runtime like a lot. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much longer I can take this backing track. Okay. But, it, but, but in the beginning, in the beginning, it is, it is fun. And when, when the movie opens and we see Renee, she looks, mm. she looks stunning. She's wearing this, this pink and white dress. She's got a little pillbox hat on. She looks great. She always understands the assignment. Always. Right. So good. At the beginning, you're not really, exp- you're, you're just like, you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and you're ready. So being like launched into this world in the beginning feels very fun. You're like, wow, music. Wow, sights of New York City. Yeah. Um, it's like being shot that- out of a cannon. You're like, bam, Literally in the 1960s. <laughs> a, t- a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah, very much a t-shirt cannon. That, that kind of speed and distance. So... <laughs> Velocity, velocity will give you whiplash. You better be careful. Yeah, right away we're in the 1960s. But I would say, I would say that this is not the 1960s of, say, Mad Men. Like when you watch mm-hmm. Mad Men and when you get to the 60s seasons, it's 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 a little bit more gritty and probably a little bit more realistic words we don't like. But this is a very like pure, clean. Yeah bright 1960s there's no trash there's there's no dirt everything yeah, is sparkling. everything is shiny shiny white yeah yeah it's nice um and and that's relaxing. paulson yeah 
Oh yeah. I, I, so I, you're saying everything in Mad Men's like little gritty. And I was like immediately reminded of like the amount of smoke in Mad Men, constant smoke, smoke, smoke. And that reminded me that Sarah Paulson come busts out of the elevator in like a cloud of smoke. It's so nice. It's such a good little debut. Busts out in a cloud of smoke. But like what you don't get in Mad Men is you don't get Renee's reaction, which is like hacking, coughing <laughs> and like, <laughs> so that's what you want in Mad Men like half the time you want the other person to give like a little like <clears throat> yeah just like just a little a little reality check but so she I want to know what that feels like on the lung it can't be great it can't be great <laughs> yeah so Paulson busts out and she's she I feel like a star is born I actually do feel that way that's not me being like sly <laughs> Sarah sly. Paulson <laughs> Is like this the underground star for me in this too. Yeah. Like I really do think a star was born here. It's like I feel so bad that I don't feel bad. Her career took a long time to cook. Right. But it, listen, she she definitely rehearsed. I will say that. And she she was letter perfect. She nailed her voice. She has a lot of quips. She has a lot of facial reactions. She yeah. she showed up to work. Sarah Paulson is doing the the most in this movie, but it works. I, it works for me. She's doing, I thought she was so she's good. She's doing the most, and I think that you could make a case that it's borderline over the top in some cases, but I think it works because the movie is not grounded in any sense of reality at all in any way, shape, or form, even though no. some of the characters might want it to, like, and maybe the yeah. director thought he was doing that at some points, but... I think she nails the idea that, like, this is not real. This is artificial. Yeah. She nails it the best for me. Like, that, yeah, that um hyper, hyper quirky, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like, that, like, Brady Bunch it's like 60s. A, it's like, a, like, oh, yeah, let me tell you something about like, oh, what are you talking about? publishing. Get in the elevator. What do you mean? <laughs> I got such a little meeting with Catcher Block. Catcher Block. Um, the names in this movie. That was disgusting. Wow. Catcher. <laughs> Catcher Block. Zip Martin. Um, Barbara Novak. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. All continue. All all furthering the parody like, yeah i'm there i, mean, these, I get these it. are names that you would open up on an envelope at a theme party like that the host would assign you these are not these are not you know it's a murder mystery it's a murder party. mystery and you're assigned barbara novak the librarian <laughs> the sexy librarian sexy librarian who has a secret now yeah okay so when, when Sarah Paulson meets her, though, they are going up to meet with the heads of the literary agency because Barbara Novak has written a book, Down With Love, which I guess the thesis of it is that women should start sleeping around like men and redefining those types of intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Sign me up. Sign I'm me. on board. Now, I will say, okay, so they, they go up to the meeting, and of course, it's like a boardroom full of men. Renee's seen this, in, or this, really is, funny. this is good practice for her in New in Town. She knows how to navigate those, those white male conference rooms. Those boardrooms. Those boardrooms. But <laughs> she, she gives a rundown of her book, and I thought to myself, this has the makings of a really good MLM. She was We're like, really on that she train. Was, she right was now. like, she was like, first you enter stage one, 
And then she went over the different stages. And then she's like, then you're ready for stage two. And then she detailed what stage two was. And then you end in stage three where essentially you're just operating like a man and you're not thinking through who you're having intimate relationships with. Very Scientology. (laughs) In terms of different levels and you have to pay to reach them. (laughs) Which I appreciate, by the way. I love that sequence was really funny to me. I was like, so still so on board and the subbing of the the chocolate for sex. I was <laughs> dead. That was so funny it's, to the point where every point in this movie where someone's nibbling on a piece of chocolate, I'm like, this is so funny. It's it's also <laughs> funny because this is where this like 2003 mentality first kind of like rears its ugly head where it's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like if women are doing their best, it's when they're it's when they're embodying the worst parts of men. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, like that was the message. <laughs> this messaging really made a resurgence in the early 2000s. It's it actually did. A, like an almost perfect it did. time for this movie to be made because, okay, so this was, like I said, I, I haven't seen like Pillow Talk or whatever, but I did do a little bit of research and those the plot points of those kinds of movies are like um, women, women are trying to be like men. Right. And it it draws so many parallels to what we've been watching those early two thousands movies where Sandra Bullock is like, I can I. Wh- what did I say? Like in um, Miss Congeniality, like the best feminism is when you're just acting like a boy. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like that's it. So when she Be a man. when she detailed her three pronged whatever approach to getting from A to B, I was like <laughs> I was like oh this is kind of. This is kind of played out a little bit. But I will say that, and we'll get there in a, in a little bit. But by the time I got to the end of the movie, I actually really came to appreciate what she was saying in a slightly different context. But I will say right now, I was yeah, like... at this point. I was like, oh. It was kind of a lull, though. I was like, there's nothing wrong with yeah. it, I guess is, what I, is, is, my, is my point now. But I also was like, it's, it's nothing new. Yeah, I just saw it as like intense parody and I feel like if if I had any issue with the movie, it was like we never left crazy town. We never left parody town. Right. I love like a good skewering, but it's like there also has to be something else there and we just were we were in parody for so long mm-hmm. that um I was like, "Uh, and I did read a review that was like this feels like a bloated SNL sketch." And I'm like, I can see that. It's just like an hour, it's an hour and 40 ugh, it's long. of an SNL sketch. Okay, funny you say that because, okay, so after the movie ends, and again, I'm, this is minor spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. There's a, We're really skipping there's ahead. There's a credit scene, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, <laughs> but I did, all I wanted to do after I watched the movie is I went on YouTube because I wanted to watch the credit scene again because I liked it so much. So I'm watching the credit scene this morning as I'm making my instant oatmeal. Now, as unbeknownst to me, the, the, the clip ends and it goes to the next suggested video, which something I never do, but I, I got sucked in. It was a video called, I don't know, behind the scenes or making of down with love. And Oh, I want to see that. Okay. Pretty good. Now <gasps> here's where I knew here's when I knew the director had lost control of the ship was because <laughs> the vehicle was because he said this, he said, Day one of shooting, we didn't shoot any scenes. All that I did was put the, our four characters in their costumes. And I just I just put them in front of a camera and I said, let's play. 
And they all just, <laughs> and he just showed this footage of them like dancing and like high fiving and like smiling. Oh, and I was God. like, I was like, this is what happens in the high school musical <laughs> when, when like the lead is like, you know what? Like we had a script and we, we knew what we wanted to do, but like once we had our costumes on, we just played. We're just playing. The character just took over. The character just took over. You wouldn't know. And yeah. It's hard to explain because you wouldn't know until you put the costume on and the wig. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it just changes you. It just happened. And I was like, okay, they really are just playing around. This <laughs> is goofy. It's goofy. <laughs> and you can feel that. You can feel that goofiness pulsing through the movie. Every frame. But I kind of every second. I kind of think that Renee might have regretted that because she's not really a goof, <laughs> and I bet that she was like, I bet that she had a moment where she was like, "Guys, can we chill?" Because <laughs> you had you had Obi Wan Kenobi, who was probably glad just not to be on a oh, Star Wars set, and he was like, "Let's probably. have some fun." Sarah Paulson was like, "This is my big break. Like, I'm gonna ham it up." And David Hyde mm-hmm. Pierce is like, well, I'm known for being serious on Frasier and I want to be cool. And Renee was like, well, I just did Chicago. Perfect storm. I just did Chicago. Perfect storm. And I just filmed Cold Mountain. So yeah. I- <laughs> that's, that's right. So Renee is fresh off of Chicago. Ewan McGregor is fresh off of Moulin Rouge. So they're really bank. I think that's why they did that musical scene at the end. I think I read that oh. because they wanted to bank on that. Well, you know, what's funny is as you're watching the movie... It felt like at a moment's notice, they could break out into song. Mm-hmm. And I was that sort was of, vibe. I, that's why when yes. we get to the end and I get, you know, you can thank Chanel for spoiling it. I did a good job of not saying what it was. But when you get to the end and they do the musical song and dance, I was. I didn't, I didn't, you, you have to watch it. Oh. You have to watch it. <laughs> you just said there's, it. <laughs> no, no, there's no spoiler involved in saying it's a musical oh, number because, okay. because really watch it. Okay, got it. It's magic. It's magic. <laughs> Okay, I'm not sure I follow, but um, you're right. It, it did. It felt like it. It felt like we were a moment away from a song. Yeah, like a do like a hi guys. Especially <laughs> since music is literally coursing through the veins of the movie, and there are there are like the cocaine of this film. <laughs> there are Judy Garland asides. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was cool. And Renee was probably like, ooh. I could do that one yeah. day. I think that like from minute one to about minute 40, because <laughs> like the the plot of the movie that like we're about to sign up for doesn't really happen until minute 40 at the at the um, dry cleaner. Right. It's a lot of really good wordplay, really good double entendre this was with my, the sock this was my, conversation. This was my favorite section of the movie because there were these like fabulous split screens just showing the different mm-hmm. experiences between men and women. But like not mm-hmm. in the typical sense of like, oh, look at these women having terrible experiences versus men. Like it was a little bit more interesting than that. There was fabulous costumes. Sarah Paulson and Renee would just enter room after room, shedding these beautiful coats and revealing oh, yes. kind of contrasting, but also um, complimentary. Complimentary. Thank you for jumping in. Mm-hmm. Um, dresses. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, this was wonderful. It's a feast for your eyes. Ooh, it is, it's so it fun. Is, I would say all the senses. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't that smell. That was really nice. But. Cinemascope, like crazy, awesome aspect ratio. Ugh. 
um, the driving scenes with that really funny projection the behind them. Yeah. So fun. So funny. Love when it's a choice. You know what love. I also loved about this is that, okay, when it said 1962, um, and I, I hate to alienate any viewers, but Chanel and I both took AP US history. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I was like, what happened in the early 60s? And what I loved about this movie is that they gave you all the information that you needed. Like, I never mm-hmm. felt alienated because I didn't know what was going on. Like, they were like, NASA, Richard Nixon lost to Kennedy, something yep. else. Again, Richard Nixon, again, he's he's everywhere. Nixon makes an appearance, Nixon. and I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. We might have to add that on a list of star vehicle tropes. Like, Nixon. Nixon, apparently. Mm. Un- you know what I also loved about this movie? is is do tell is the secretary work because again mm. in all these other in all these other 60s <laughs> movies the secretary is like sleek and she's like picking up the phone and she's furiously typing but what i loved about this movie is like the secretaries <laughs> could barely do anything like they she's a real mess, <laughs> she was a mess. <laughs> but i was like i was like this brings me back to to being an intern and having to answer phones. And I was like, I, could, I felt like that I secretary. couldn't do it. And I was like, I hate watching movies where people are like typing with one hand and picking up the phone with an other, another. I know that they're so good at their job. If the phone rings I'm like, and I'm at the desk, I have to stop typing and I stare at the phone. <laughs> and then I'm like, I wait a minimum of four rings. Yeah. Like maybe psych myself up. Maybe they called the, go over the scripts maybe they, in my head. Maybe they called the wrong number and they'll hang up. <laughs> I was oh my god I would like pray for that <laughs> yeah that was always I, I or I would pick up the phone and be like please let this be a bot <laughs> just let this be like a recorded message dear lord give me a break please please god give me a reprieve yeah I felt like the secretary that was a really that was a funny funny um they're talking the double entendre with the socks being oh, up and down there were and um, his garter there was holding a lot of funny like I guess the intercom was new so there was a lot of funny intercom <laughs> jokes of, of that. This. Oh, that was me as an intern where she's trying to, she's trying to be like, sure, got it. But she doesn't know which one to push. So she's like, sure, got it. Yep. 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 And then she just yells. That would be me. I would just yell to the next room. I did that so many times. I So like mo- moments like this were, were a highlight for the first section because highlight. what I, again, it's like they were drawing upon like the allure of the sixties but they were they were sort of breaking it down by showing like it really wasn't what you remember like it wasn't it was it felt new but like no one knew what they were doing like <laughs> it was kind of a mess i appreciate that look behind the curtain because mad men will have you believe like everyone's on their a game right. there's no room for error like it's like do the job or be cut. Like it's really intense. Yeah. So I love I love a goofy sixties time. I I want to watch like a pillow talk now. Right. Um. Because the double entendre is so funny. So, so funny. funny. But basically, Renee's and this is a long way to get to the next scene. Minute five of the movie is that Renee <laughs> is that Renee. Yeah. So. Th- Renee's book is not embraced by men and Sarah Paulson ends up getting her, I guess on what's the Ed Sullivan show and yeah, how? how it happens just in it. It happens just immediately. Sarah Paulson <laughs> looks at a sign for the Ed Sullivan show and she goes, I have an idea cut to her. Her book is on the Ed Sullivan show and Judy Garland is singing a song related to the text. And yeah. And it looked like real Judy Garland footage. It did. Right. It did. I didn't look it up, but it, I didn't look it up either. I won't. I won't. But, but it was for sure a song. 
I wonder. I it sounded lovely. Now the book the book takes off with women. And this was another funny Ugh. scene where they cut to the same bookstore, but they just hang different cultural banners to let you know you're in different areas. Different different countries. Oh, that was a lot. Had, I mean, this book is selling in France. It's selling in Siberia. It's selling in China. <laughs> China. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, with the, with the different language on the title. Yeah. Oh, it was. Did you watch I Sex in the City? I appreciate that. No. Okay, so you don't remember when, when Sarah Jessica Parker goes to France and she sees her book is there translated in a different language and she just has a <gasps> moment. <laughs> I loved before they got on the Ed Sullivan show when they bring her to the bookstore and her book is just, there's just one in the bookstore. Oh <laughs> that was my such God, a funny, that was really funny. That was really funny. And she's like, wait, one? And Sarah Paulson's like, yeah. And then she's like, well, if someone buys it, then there's going to be none. And Sarah's like, well, at the other bookstore across town, there's so also one. <laughs> funny i was so down you know what yeah, I, so want, that, like, I want beginning down section with, is fun. i went down with love merch i would wear like a, a crew neck sweatshirt that said i want a poster that poster is like, beautiful it's stunning yeah i would wear down with love merch for sure um and then someone in public would be like wait you stand too and i'd be like well the outfits are nice <laughs> not everything <laughs> not not every piece I'm so team Sarah Paulson in this. It's not even funny. I that was the first moment I had the thought Sarah Paulson. This is this is this is groundbreaking. Yeah. Sarah Paulson could have had Julia Roberts' career. Yeah. I think with the same opportunities as Julia Roberts. I mean, it's 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 is how I it's feel. The perfect best friend launching pad. But yeah. I don't think there were enough eyes on this movie to. No. Not even close. And you know what I really respected about her choices in this movie is that basically all of her scenes are filmed with Renee. And Renee is not committing to kind of the level of camp that Sarah Paulson is doing. And I feel like if I was Sarah Paulson and I was in a scene with Renee, big, big, big movie star, and she was not meeting my energy, I would be, I would probably stop and, and like meet her energy. But she doesn't. Yeah. I would be intimidated. So I was kind of like, yeah, yes. I, had that exact I was like, thought. I'm as impressed with her kind of commitment to clearly the choice that she made on day one and was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to do this. Yeah, I had that exact thought too. I was like, wait, if Renee, wait, we're not both, we're not both doing that? Oh, okay. Wait, let me they chill. Are, cause and then I would back down. Ewan McGregor and David I. Pierce are definitely operating on the same level. Like they are doing the same kind of Yeah, speed. the same shtick. But Renee and Sarah aren't necessarily matching. They're both doing yeah. 60s-ish, but they're not the same speed. Renee is giving those like Kim Novak like looks. She's like... She does she, and a lot of power. Sarah Paulson is giving Sarah Paulson's giving the sound and the feel and like the physicality. I mean, because I know that there are very little like things by accident in movies, I also am wondering if like the director was like, Come on, Sarah, camp it up. You're the best friend. Let's go. Yeah. Maybe. Wait, oh my God. We're this is a major backtrack, but like I said, these parts kill me. What? Sarah Paulson at the meeting, all the men ask her to make coffee. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. She like they're like, um, um, she's like sits at fully sits at the meeting and then the ma- the man's like do you have any coffee and Sarah's like no and he's like okay well if you're making a pot I'll have some and then they're like well if you're making a pot I'll have some cringe that was so cringe and so funny I have had that done to me oh. <laughs> sorry 
my parents' house had an an espresso machine and like we would go there for lunch in high school and a lot of like the friends in my friend, like the people in my friend group would be like, are you making, because I'll have. (laughs) I was like, is that a suggestion or? That's an order, sweetie. That's an order. Hey, hey, hey girl, why don't you make one for yourself while you're up there too? (laughs) Yeah, treat yourself. (laughs) That's like, that's was all, you know what? You're illuminating for me. This movie felt like being an intern. (laughs) Because I remember that. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, oh, Chanel, are you going out? Uh, You want to get like just 18 Starbucks for the office? (laughs) One time they go, they go, um, because I worked like on a kitchen set, they'd go, take a sheet pan. (laughs) Do you know those like cake sheet pans? Like a full fucking sheet pan. They go, take a sheet pan so you can carry, so you could carry back the Starbucks. And I carried back 18. Make it, make your life easier for you, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a lot easier for you if you just take a sheet pan, a metal <laughs> heavy sheet pan, stainless steel. To Starbucks. Take it there. It'll be so easy. So embarrassing. Carry, carry it the casual no, one third mile. So embarrassing. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> and then they'd go, and while you're there, get yourself one. And it would be like, am I really about to add another grande latte to this fucking platter? No. That'll be the one that spills and you'll you'll ruin the whole the whole apple yeah. cart, so to speak. With the theme of the proposal, I was I would like double someone's order on there. Oh yeah. So that if it spilled. You know, that was so embarrassing and horrible. Okay, I don't remember why I got oh, because of the coffee bit. Yeah. Okay. So we we can move on. I think um, I think we're at a good place to hit kind of the first third marker but basically ewan mcgregor is he doesn't work at the publishing house he has a magazine and he Mm -hmm. was initially going to promise to plug the book but he Mm -hmm. like dips out out because he doesn't agree with the feminist messaging and he just doesn't want to be a part of it because it goes it goes in contrast to the messaging of his magazine and then do you want to know what i got from that what he thought she'd be ugly that's like all I got oh, from that. Oh, well, he does. He does have a fear that... She, she's a spinster. She's and he's spin- like, there's going to be no eye candy, she's a spinster, so I'm not coming. She's a spinster librarian. So he's also kind of like, ew. So he ew, doesn't... I'm not going. You're right. Thank you for thank you for, for remembering that. I had to clarify. But anyway, he then decides that he is he will meet with her, but he's not going to meet as himself. He's going to meet us as like an undercover person because... He wants to prove to the world that Barbara Novak doesn't follow She's a her sham. own message. Yeah. Oh, speaking of espresso machines. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Cleaning itself. <laughs> oh, I was like, is Miguel making a coffee? Because no. that's a power move right no, now. No, that would not be okay. Oh. He, we're like recording and he's like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Turns the hair dryer yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Catcher sees Barbara everywhere, and he's like, wow, wait, you didn't tell me she was hot, yeah. Peter, you fucking idiot. You, the best friend work on that side, he's like, you're a failure. So he's like, you told me she was a spinster. So then he's like, and the plot, his plot to do this is not clear at all. No. Um, he goes into her, he sees her walk into the same la- laundromat. He goes in, yeah. and in very much in real time, with him, right. you see him making up this elaborate ruse to pose as a Zip Martin, an, another great an name. astronaut, an, an astronaut, <laughs> an 
And I want to say he he says at some point, Earth is still my favorite planet. <laughs> funny. <laughs> Which is very funny. <laughs> so Barba falls for Baba. it. Baba. Baba Baba. Yeah. <laughs> Barba falls for it. And they go on like a series of really fun dates oh, with really fun like superimposed yeah. images. They go to see all the shows. All the shows. Bye bye birdie. Um, yes, love. That bye bye birdie. I can't remember the other ones. <laughs> can't remember the other ones. <laughs> they see they shows. A game. They see shows of the day. Let's just say that. Sh- shows of the times. And it's like very fun stock footage. It's very fun like superimposed images of the shows. Green screeny. Very fun. Super oh fun. yeah oh yeah they're having the time of their lives yeah and it's minute 40 of the movie yeah interesting so pacing. this starts <laughs> this starts pretty late <laughs> right and um oh the innuendo montage where it's like a split screen and they're doing like tons of sexual innuendos oh with the and telescope the split screen this i don't know about the telescope remember she was like she was like, I've never oh, used that was a good such a powerful a instrument before. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you just hear it and then it cuts to and she's looking at the moon through a telescope. Yeah. That was really fun. No, I'm talking about the sexy innuendo You're when like, they're both on no. the phone with each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. And we're in split screen right now. And like the beginning of her screen and his screen look like they're doing sex, sexy acts. Oh, but they're, they're not though. They're not at all. <laughs> and then like they, they'll roll onto the floor. He rolls onto the floor and then the, the screen stacks. Yes. And it looks like they're like doing stuff. Doing other oh, things, oh. but they don't. But they don't. If you're looking for um, an inappropriate scene in the proposal where two bodies are hit, rubbing up against each other. not Sandwiched on top. Not going to happen here. Mm-mm-mm. Which I liked, by the way. But they're going to really... I knew you liked this because I, you love <laughs> I love modesty. modesty. I like... I was like... I It didn't force me to do... Stephen loves modest women. Especially... And men. But as we're getting into October, which is always a difficult month for me because I don't like scary things. And I, <laughs> I don't like oh, okay. scary things. I don't like violence. I don't like... I don't like explicit content. That's so funny. So it's like I really loved the modesty of this and the double entendre. Yeah, it's really modest. Yeah, because they are saying some pretty gross stuff. Pretty gross things. But then when they cut to and you realize it's a telescope, you're like, oh, oh my god, they got me. Okay, but this is this was a really fun section though because essentially what's going on is Ewan McGregor is going to take a woman down and expose her as a liar. <laughs> Which is, they don't say that explicitly, but that's really what's going on. Is that I don't like her, so I'm going to expose her, or at least trick her at the very least, into going against her own messaging. Mm -hmm. Because he's, he's, he feels like he can seduce her and have herself go against her beliefs that she's espousing in this book. But he also settles yeah, entire thesis. He also statement. settles on the idea that I'll just record her saying something dumb and then <laughs> and then I'll release that too. So it's not it's not like he, the recording gear comes out. Yeah, he's so funny. He's got he's got a, a few options he's presented to himself. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, however this pans however. out, I'll get my I'll get my footage. We're exactly. Good. Yeah, this all kind of like their dates and everything kind of comes to a head. Um, I loved, oh, she's ready to go to bed with him and he calls her and he's, he calls her a cab because he's tired. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what, you, what? And he's like, oh, I said, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. I called you a car. <laughs> I love that. Classic. I liked it. That's a real power move. I would love to do that to someone. Yeah. 
And Renee, Renee wasn't having it. She was pissed. <laughs> she was pissed. Or you, or you think? Because there's, there's two. There's, okay, I can't there's, do those mental gymnastics yet. <laughs> you can you can never get back the first time you watch this movie. <laughs> will, Let me just say, you you'll never get it back. Because once you know that, that is a good point. If you have not watched this movie yet, I would recommend watching. Really savor that first. Savor watch. it because you'll never get it. You'll never get it back. It's like the Sixth Sense. You're like, oh, we know the twist. Yeah, it is. We know the twist. It's ending. even more twisty than the Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense is child's play. Mm-hmm. This was. Six Sense is base, basic. So basic. Just elementary. Yeah. This is advanced Adv- mental gymnastics. <laughs> advanced twisties. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, so she leaves that scene. There's so many, and... there are so many like failed, not failed, but there are, there. this whole section is just date after date after date with her basically wanting to engage in inappropriate behavior with Ewan McGregor and he shuts her down. So it's like multiple, multiple scenes of like, <gasps> No. Yeah. No. <laughs> and they're really doing that gender bendy thing where they're trying to be like, look, Renee is acting like a man. She wants it. She and wants it. Zip is acting like a woman. He's like, let's wait. Right. And they're really hoping that you'll get that. They're really <laughs> hoping you'll get that, like, that bendy thing. So, like, look how smart we are. So they thought, okay, guys, let's, we could either do one date where we do this or we do seven. So, which, how many, t- let's do seven just in case they don't get seven. it. Seven. <laughs> Seven or nine, if you count all the mar- if you count all the marquees of shows so, they might have seen. It's a lot. Like this, this section is very repetitive in the sense that like we get the same dynamic over yeah. and over and over again until it's a sketch. You're right. Until there's like this one night, and we know it's going to be something special because there is another sp- split screen as they're getting ready. And I love this scene where Renee is dancing to "Fly Me to the Moon." in when she gets out of the tub is is that for oh. this is that for this date like the uh, the transformative one <laughs> i so i kind of skipped us ahead because right at the call you a cab date she then goes to the party at real zips apartment or catcher's apartment oh, and that's right. where she catches him but i know what you mean the the her dancing scene in that beautiful apartment with the huge nyc backdrop yeah it was really stunning yeah, that was so stunning. Um, I loved the backdrop work in this. Yeah. Like, I would pay to have that curtain just in my room. The backdrops Her are beautiful. Her apartment was stunning. Oh, so stunning. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of inadvertently brought us to, like, that crux moment where she goes back to Catcher's apartment and he shows up. She goes to throw her coat on the bed. That's right. And she goes, she goes catch. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and then she catches him. In the act. In the act. With a flight at- with a flight attendant, no less. Flu- with a floozy flight attendant. And she's like <laughs> She's like, oh my God, zip. Zip? And she scurries out of there. Yeah, she scurries out. And then he okay, this part is super muddy to me. Yeah. Um, in maybe a problematic way. He somehow convinces her that he wasn't doing that he wasn't with the flight attendant at all. It's okay. And it was like research or something. It's strange because he chases her out of the party and then on the street and for the life of me i really can't remember what he says but they end up leaving the at the end of the conversation they're back on they're back on like fully back on renee was kind of like oh i wouldn't want you to feel like i was whatever like not judging you but just like i she she ends up apologizing and this scene is so confusing because you're right like she literally yeah. just saw him cheating on her. On top of a woman. Yeah. But she 
ends up apologizing and he sort of ends up apologizing and it's very confusing and i think it actually makes sense once we find out the sixth sense twist yeah like yeah this makes sense on the second one (laughs) but in the moment this is you're like what in the moment this is like wait like what are we doing here like you're like this strong confident powerful woman who wrote like an anti-love book just where is she? took back the man. Where is she? Where is Good. That's an even better sum up where of is the moment. She? Where is she? But they get because she's gone. They get they right back together. They get right back together, and and I think they kiss at this point. I think so. I think so. An hour nineteen. <laughs> they kiss. I wrote it down. I thought it was funny. Now, how does she end up? How do we get to the the climax? Or wait, okay, yeah, they don't kiss. They don't kiss there. I lied. So, okay. So then they're kind of like back on. They're back on. And then is the very next scene where she does the reveal, the three-minute silent monologue? No, here's what it is. Remember? Let's hear it. So basically, he says that since they were at Catcher's apartment, he, he... says that he's gonna he knows him and they're gonna arrange for catcher to meet at zip's apartment and Mm -hmm. she'll finally get her interview or she'll finally get whatever so he brings her back to the apartment and of course catcher isn't there because he's already there as zip because he's already there and then how does the reveal happen she just no, because then the flight oh, attendant. Oh, he goes to trap no, her. No, no, no. The flight attendant, oh, yeah, the flight attendant comes to the in. apartment, outs him as catcher. She's like, she's like, oh my god, catch! Okay, and yes. And then Renee, Renee feigns shock, and then yeah, like, all of what? a sudden, the screeching soundtrack comes to a halt, and Renee <sighs> delivers the classic star vehicle like <sighs> monologue. Yeah. And I finally could take a breath. Yeah, I my like, ears I finally, popped. Like I was like, oh, ow. <laughs> like I finally, it's like you're descending from a plane, and you can. Plane <laughs> was back on the ground. Now, and it, everyone it, was clapping. It is a shock. And my ears. <laughs> it released. is a shocking scene because number one, the the camera stays focused on Renee. There's uh-huh, no no cuts, no cuts to him at all. So she delivers it's three like minutes. A th- you're right. It's like a three minute monologue, and. Mm-hmm you don't see his reaction at all. And in yeah. her monologue, which is very confusing, she, yeah. what you expect is that she's going to be like, I can't believe you would do this to me. Like, I really was falling in love for you. Blah, blah, blah. But that's not what blah, happens. Blah, blah. That's not what happens. That's not what we get. No. So. No, it was really, this this like really took the wind out of my sails because I was ready to start winding down on this movie. Like I was ready for it to Me start too. just like the falling action. I, I was ready to just together, and that was it. Yeah, I was ready to chill. And what we got was like this really convoluted, like clue esque Deus Machina ending where she's like, and then I decided. So basically, we just find. Wait, should we? We should. I think what it. you need to do is just just say what she, who <laughs> she is, and what she did. She, you come to find out. That she is not Barbara Novak. No. She is a Nancy Brown who was she looks like Catcher's. A Nancy. She does look like a Nancy. She was Catcher's 
um, a secretary for three weeks, wherein that three weeks she fell in love with him, but she knew his ways and she knew his antics and she knew that she could never have him. So she knew that she had to come up with an elaborate ruse, an elaborate plan to pen a best-selling book to get her enough attention to the point where he would maybe want to interview her or see her and want to fall for her. Mm -hmm. And so like she like, he tries to like get her Mm-hmm. He tries to do a gotcha, and she gotchas him back. She she gotcha gotchas him. Like she gotcha gotchas him, which actually to me is kind of relieving because in this gender bending movie yes. where the women are acting like men and the men are acting like women, I didn't really want to see this man get her. So the fact that she gotcha gotchas, yeah, no, it was shocking, confusing, and then I was like, oh, I like that. This okay when she is <laughs> when she gave the monologue. Number one, I had no clue what she was saying. But then once <laughs> I actually digested what she was saying, this is where I actually came to appreciate the movie so much more because mm-hmm. what I what, yeah, I what I liked about it is that what she was saying is that I was in control the whole time. And like yes. it's easy. And I like that. It's easy. The easy way out is to be like, oh, she just want she did all this to get back with him. She's desperate. But that's 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 a lay person's <laughs> viewing. What I liked about it is that she was like, I I picked all these costumes. I picked out this name. I picked out would come to see a new hairstyle. I created this whole illusion and you fell for it. Like yes. how crazy is that? Like you think you uh-huh. know the world, but you couldn't even fix fig- again. So when when she said this, <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe this movie is trying to give something new, which is that like, yeah, it's not just that women here are are being told to just like be the worst part about men. It's also this added layer of like, no, like you're also in control of your whole reality and like what you project out onto the world. And I thought that was nice. Doing the mental gymnastics right now is actually really confusing and like hurting my brain. It's but confusing. Yes, it is confusing. I, at bottom line, I remember just being like, okay, wow, thank God yeah. that she is in the power seat. Like you said, like she had the control all along. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. Because I didn't want to see Renee Zellweger get like swindled, you know? It was Well then it was just gonna be a stupid movie. Because it, then yeah, it was like it was like what there is no message. You're just Then it would have been a stupid movie. Then it would have been a stupid movie. If that were true. Yeah. But I was like, this is kind of interesting. I, I was found like, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I and I and I feel like if we had better references for source source material too, we might have been like, Okay, this is like her femme fatale moment, maybe, where she's like, yeah. actually, it was me all along. And um I like that he hired the private investigator and in that moment the private investigator calls and he's like, There's no Barbara Novak. Yeah, it's like, Thanks, dude. There's only Na- there's only Nancy. And I was like, Well, we already got that info, but thank you. Right, exactly. <laughs> like typically in these movies, that would have been like the climax is the the PI calling to be like, this this chick is wild. You need to you need to figure out what's going <laughs> you on. You need to leave. Yeah. So after that speech, mm-hmm. she truly is like, I am done with you. I have now I am now down with love. I've conquered love. I'm not in love with you anymore. She reached level and three. She she achieved level three status right. after a lot of chocolate, by the way. There's a lot of chocolate eating in That's this. That's right. Movie. Mm. 
And he, for the first time, is like, wait, oh my God. It's like the tables have turned. Now he's heartbroken. Right. And she walks and she becomes like the bad bitch businesswoman that she is. She starts her own magazine, right? Right. She does her own um, expose on herself, how Nancy whatever became Barbara Novak. We see that on a magazine cover. Yeah. And yeah, now magazine. I'm like, I wrote, good for her. Good for her. And listen, Good for her. she she finds office space pretty quickly and she is wearing Very quickly she's and wearing packs it out. Packs it out. She looks stunning. She's wearing this white coat, this white turban. The turban, yeah. <laughs> she looks I feel like that was very Judy Garland at the time. Like they wore that. She looked stunning. You're right. It's 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 important that she exposes herself and not even exposes. Like she controls the narrative. She controls the and narrative. It's, it's I not loved. an expose expose. It's very much like it's, it's just a good story. It's boss babe she, energy. <laughs> it's boss babe energy. It's a good story. And like like every good news reporter, we know this from Scream, you manufacture your own like drama. You manufacture your own story. So she like she gets, lived she gets out this whole ruse. <laughs> she got in front of it. She Chris Jennered it. Yeah. She got ahead of her own PR. Yeah. Took control of the narrative. And so Catcher is like feeling all downtrodden in his like realm and his magazine and his buddy Peter, like Catcher's like, okay, now I want to, now I want to do the interview for her, like in a very real way. Like I want to do a very earnest time. And Peter's like, uh, 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 bitch, like she already got it. She already did it. Um, but too late. Oh, okay. Before we wrap up, um, the punchline ending, Mm -hmm. I just want to say the down with love chocolate bit. Very funny. They get Brilliant. into they get into confections. They become chocolatiers. <laughs> they become chocolatiers. And Rachel Dratch gives. <gasps> I almost forgot about award. Rachel Dratch. <laughs> I know we almost like went the whole movie without mentioning her because so her first, good. her first like cameo in the beginning, I was like, well, she's, in, I she's, in, she's in the movie for two minutes, but two seconds. But it's it's she did it. She did a day player. One minute in the beginning and one minute at the end. One minute and those at the are end. Really good minutes. <laughs> she they're like oh my god Gladys you look great because in the beginning she's kind of frumpy and then she has like a come up and she goes yeah like I really took your advice and now she goes the only man who could have his way with me is Milton Hershey oh, that was funny <laughs> that was so funny and they're all eating down with love chocolate yeah and they're like thriving in their new like now magazine um Sarah Paulson is like head bitch in charge it's great yeah and we come to find out that um Renee Zellweger Barbara Novak, mm-hmm. Nancy, has put an ad out for a new assistant, right? she, She's put an ad out in the new assistant in some sort of like equal opportunity hiring bulletin. I know. They I'm make, like, how they, do, did she just write that? They make a point to say it twice. So that's the only reason we're bringing it up. But they were like, so anyway. It's like the penny saver. Yeah. And then it's like you have to scroll to equal opportunity employer. Yeah. And then then you find maybe, it. Maybe this was like really current legislation. But it's it's very important to say that she's looking for anyone. So anyone. be he a he or she a she. And mm-hmm. that day they're going to do interviews. And they're swamped. There's, there's, there's a line around the block. But... Lying around the block. But there's there's someone in the front of the line. Yeah, he gets to cut. Oh. <gasps> he. He. Okay, it's a he. And it's it's, a he. And it's it's Ewan McGregor. And he's here yeah. to apply for a job. For the job. And that is truly the For funniest. a secretary position, let's just say. For a secretary position. Um more double entendre. He goes, I'd love a position under a woman. Oh. Oh great. Come, oh, come on, Chanel. No. <laughs> 
Get your head, get your mind out of the gutter, Shan. And um, he's a new man now. He's a- and I thought it was very funny that she goes, this position doesn't pay like your old one. And he goes, that's fine. I'm ready to work my way up. And she goes, you're going to take a 96% pay cut? <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It's funny though, because you're watching the interview and you're just waiting for, you're waiting for them to reconcile and they do those funny bits. And then she literally is like, hmm, not going to work. Thanks. <laughs> and she just slides his resume back to him. Yeah, and then he has to have a speech moment, yeah. like a reconcile, earnest, I'm a changed man moment. Absolutely. And Yeah, so they but they they don't reconcile then and there. He leaves the office, right? He he leaves and he does and we've seen this before. He whenever he walks away from a woman, he always goes 5 4 3 2 three, 1 two, and Normally, and the woman appears, but the flight attendant's there. He just turns around, and now everyone in the office is looking like, mm, mm, "Try again, try again." And you're you're talking to yourself. <laughs> you look kind of insane. You look kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a fake out. Because well, this, fake out. this also didn't make any sense. He goes to the elevator, which is you can only get there in a straight line from Renee Zellweger's office, and. He pushes the button to leave and defying the law of physics and gravity, Renee Zellweger is already in the elevator. Oh, she is? Yeah. I don't remember that. I thought she comes from behind him. No, she was in the elevator and she like takes her turban off. Oh, and, am I misremembering this ending? And un... Are you sure? Yes. You're sure? Yes. You might have to apologize for this next week, so make sure you're sure. I'm sure. I might not be Okay, sure. I don't remember that. I was like dozing last night. I was like, oh, come on. So anyway, the elevator door opens and she might have been behind him or in front of him. And she... Yeah, she might have tap-tapped him on the shoulder or already been in there. And, and I actually think it's a more fun choice if she was already in I there. I think she was in the elevator because... Okay, well, remains to be seen. She takes her white turban off and outflows luscious red locks. Oh, yeah. She's a redhead. Please. I was I was holding for the siren oh. to see you for the reveal. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I think it kind of punctuates there, the reveal. It, you're right. It's very dramatic. Is there some sort of like, like her old self was a brunette, and he didn't look give her one passing glance when she was his secretary for three weeks. Her Barbara self was a blonde, and then something about the reveal of the turban. It's like, is it like this is the real me or something? Like, and she's a redhead. Like that was the messaging. Well, I guess I think. I think what they were saying is that she was like, you have, she was saying like, you have ideas about blondes and you have ideas about brunettes, but like, <laughs> I'm a redhead. And I think it was here's, a very, here's a challenge for I think you. it was a very simplistic way of saying like, I'm new and you don't yeah, understand, and new. you don't understand this and that's okay. <laughs> okay. Because you're still physically attracted to her. But I think yeah. the idea was that like, she's new and she's different. Yeah. They're all, he's a changed man. She's a changed man man um question does he get the job i don't remember i unclear but they do i think no they do find their way to the roof <laughs> okay and they hop on the ladder oh. the ladder of a helicopter yeah he's like um let's get married right now i don't want to lose you again and then the helicopter comes down and it says vegas like yeah. vegas bound and she goes vegas and he goes yeah we can get married immediately i really don't want to wait like i don't want to lose you again and then they hop on the ladder and they green screen fly through new york city and it's very fun it's cute 
and I mean, they're literally flying away as they're holding on to this ladder. So it's, 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 I like the way that the movie end because it ended completely unrealistic. Like in the sense that they, of course they would be dead. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we were building. We were building a really unrealistic campy heightened reality so it re- it made total sense i was like okay this is a soundstage we love it they're on cables there's a lot of cable work in this yeah and like when the movie ended i was i really i really came to enjoy the movie more and more as as i was watching it and i was like you know i think what the movie is allowing you to do is like you can still judge her choices and like judge her <laughs> her still wanting to be with this guy that's okay. But like, I think what the movie's also saying is that like, she also deserves some respect for at least creating this situation for herself. Yeah. And I love that. I I can get there in a couple more days. Maybe it takes a lot of thinking. (laughs) This is a thinking man or sorry. It's a thinking woman's thinking, thinking person's movie. It's a modern, it's a flick for a modern woman. I maybe needed more days in between. Like I watched this last night and Same. I just remember being really tired. Like I was so, I just wanted to close my eyes so bad. Not because the movie is bad because I was literally just tired. And I remember closing my eyes and just hearing like so many fucking speeches. Just like first her speech, yeah. his speech, 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 speech. I'm like, wrap it up. I think, up. I think that compared to say the proposal or new in town, this movie demands a lot more from the audience than some of the other movies that we've watched. So I agree that like when I put it on, I was like, okay, I've got it. It's a stylized 1960s romp. It's going to be playful. It's going to be double entendres, but Mm -hmm. you're going to be really lost in the third act. If you're really not paying attention because yeah, those Christopher Nolan wrote this movie yeah this is the Tanay of the 1960s (laughs) Tanay yeah I mean on the whole I can really look back on so many moments and laugh and like be so fond of them Sarah Paulson and Peter's relationship which you know it was it's hard to talk about in this podcast like get it all in in this hour hour and a half that we're together but um the Peter Sarah Paulson storyline was pretty funny really good use of the best friend really good use of the swapping of the tropes um when peter peter feels used because vicky just wanted him for sex very funny he's like i feel used yeah it's hard to talk about everything in the movie because so much of the movie is these or uh, is these like split screen compare contrast scenes so it's like it really is a movie that's best viewed with your eyes like you can't it's (laughs) You're gonna have to. Yeah. You're gonna have to turn this you're, off and go watch it. You're gonna have to watch it because I think that there's something for everyone. There's a way in for yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there was something to look at for me. I the costuming, the New York City skylines, Sarah Paulson's um, star making performance. Like it's there's something for everyone. You'll you'll be happy. Go watch it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Don't take our word for it. I started this movie on. Um, youtube because it was free for a while oh, on we YouTube. forgot to plug no it's cool it's cool it's really funny because this is gonna pl- this is gonna let you know where you can watch it so i watched <laughs> okay, it thanks. on 
I started it September 30th on YouTube. Right. And then when I went to go to the same browser, to the same spot to click back into it, it was October 1st at this point and it was no longer available. Yeah, so I like panicked. Me too. I straight up panicked. I was like, wait, what? I'm not paying for this. No. And then it has since moved to HBO Max. We're basically, so. we operate with kind of the same... Um, philosophy as Oprah's favorite things. Like Oprah doesn't pay for any of the favorite things because they have to be donated. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if Oprah pays for it, then that's giving some people a leg up. We're not going to be paying for these movies, but we will nope. be consuming them th- free through services. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. God. This one was donated by probably HBO Max. Yeah, this one was donated by my mom who pays for HBO Same. Max. So thank Thanks. you. <laughs> but yeah, thank God it was. It, it shifted to HBO Max. I, it did make me wonder, though. I was nervous. Do you think there, were, there had to be at least one other person on the planet who also was in the midst of watching Down With Love on YouTube, and then they went to log in. They're like, God damn like, it. <laughs> I love thinking about There had that. to that be at so least one person, right? Right? In, in, in the history, in the context of the whole world, there has someone to be. else was doing what we because were Because when I sent you the link... Like a week ago, I was like, oh, it's perfect. It's on YouTube with ads. For free. Free. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, when I when I went to go watch it on October 1st and it wasn't there, I was like, <laughs> in what world? Like, <laughs> Where do you get off taking away this free movie from yeah. me? <laughs> I was pissed. I, I really felt like, I, yeah, I felt like that was mine and someone took it away from, I felt like we were being set up. Yeah, no, it felt like a real punking. And like, are we, I was, I was like, are we being br- bugged? <laughs> yeah, and I was in the browser and it did play for like, I hit enter and it did play for like two <sighs> more seconds and then it, it cut out on me and I was like, wait. Yeah, you were wait. you were in the mainframe for a little bit and they were like. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, maybe if I don't like navigate away from this page, yeah. I'll still get it. So I'm refreshing, nothing. No. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Thank really? God. And then. You you texted me. It's on HBO Max. It is funny like, to oh think about also God. in the sense that like, okay, these movies, they do move <laughs> around, you know, based on different licensing deals or whatever. I just love that there were probably no less than 10 emails back and forth at HBO Max being like, hey, are we still good to, to move down with love to HBO Max on October 1? Yes, confirm, moving it over. Hey, just checking up. Want to confirm that down with love is now available as per the agreement. Like, you... That happened. That like mul- that's my favorite little role play. <laughs> mul- but I I know it was probably bundled like in with other what like 20th Century Fox movies. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a but, I think it was a Regency movie. But Regency. Okay, I like your version of it better. Just but I bet it was part of a bundle. Individually checking up on Down with Love. <laughs> like they're brokers. They're brokers and bidders. Hey, and they're like, well, hey, it's twelve. Hi, we would. Twelve oh one. I just refreshed the page. Didn't see Down with Love. Please hit me. We would really like Down with Love. Yeah. For our platform. And they're like, well, you're going to have to fight for it yeah. from YouTube. So does YouTube. YouTube wants it real bad. Yeah, because it's free right now on YouTube. So you're going to have to come up with a real good deal to get it. <laughs> what can you offer us? They're like, we'll give you a nickel. Sold. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> that a, is so that fun. was really scary, but. Um, oh, yeah, I had a panic. I like panics. Again, we're, ha- we're, we're we're more than happy to offer this free service of letting you know where they watch it. But this is a good cautionary tale to let you know that things change, and we will not yeah, we you're... will not be held responsible mm-hmm. 
for these contractual changes. We just, we will not be held responsible for it. Mm-hmm. We have to, t- we even, ha- we have to mention it to absolve us of like any legal legally, recourse. Like, legally, we're not, we're not going to get ourselves in that situation where we're going to be. Nope. So, so if, if you're ever watching something on the crux of like uh, the end of a month to the beginning of a month and it's like ch- honor around midnight, you better, make a choice. You better be careful. <laughs> you better be careful. I gave myself a real talking to last night. I was like, you idiot. You should have like, st- you should have finished this yesterday. I was like, you're so stupid. Well, when I did I see pissed. that it was, when it was gone, I was like, oh darn it. Because I I did really want to see it. And I was like, I wanted to do another Renee movie. And I was like, I was about to change the movie Yeah, I was on like, you. I don't want to watch Cold Mountain. I want to watch Down With Love. <laughs> I was about to be like, oh, sorry, we can't. Got to pick something new. But thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Now, the only, I feel good. I want, I feel good. We can put this one, the movie away, but like in terms of what we've seen of Renee Zellweger, it's like. I'm going to say this. I don't think that this necessarily was the right movie for her. And. Yeah, maybe not. I think that they, they really wanted to get her for the movie because again, it's 2003. She's an uber, uber star. She just did Chicago. You like you were saying, yeah. you and McGregor just did Moulin Rouge. Like this movie has a musical component to it that I think they're trying to capitalize on a little bit, especially with the mm-hmm. credit scene with where they do sing a sing and dance. Um, I just I felt like I felt like the the beat and the pacing of the movie just just wasn't didn't play to her strengths. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's super fair. I just am like, because, you know, I'm always trying to look for trends across movies. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're, you're cast, a big trend forecaster. I'm a, tr- I'm a, I'm a weather person. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rain incoming. No, I'm like, okay, so we have new, see, Renee Zellweger is so interesting and like difficult for me to place. Like she is for all intents and purposes, like a serious actress. I, I don't know why I think that. Maybe because Cold Mountain, honestly. Cold Mountain really got me. I think she's serious. Yeah, she's a, she's like a serious actress. So when um, we watch her in New in Town, you're like, okay, yeah, they wanted to get butts in seats. And same with this one. I think this was even an indie film or something because it did premiere at the um, Tribeca Film Festival, I think. So it was like a, fe- it was a festival film. But they clearly thought that these two names would be enough of a draw to get butts in seats. Mm-hmm. And it premiered opposite. Oh my God, it was the, fuck, I'm gonna have to look it up. It, they they put it out to go head to head with like an insanely big movie I think I read year. that it was The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It yes, came yes, out yes, the same weekend be- as The Matrix Reloaded, which <laughs> is funny. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, so I'd like to meet somebody that saw both movies in the theaters that weekend. Me too. Oh, I don't want to choose. Head to head against Matrix like, Reloaded. Come and they were like, on. Well, what were they this thinking? Is a real, this is a real choice I'm going to have to make. It's it's like... Those 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 hey, kind of comparisons wives, make me die. Wives, go see this. Husbands, go to the Matrix. Wait, actually, that's so smart because that used to happen in my family. A little split. My Yeah. Yeah. My mom and dad would be like, we're seeing Mission Impossible. And I'd be like, well, I'm going to the new Jennifer Lawrence film. So have fun. Yeah. I mean, I think. I'm going to see Joy. Oh. Enjoy yourselves. That's a movie we won't be doing. 
We probably should do it. No, it's a little bit of a snooze. Maybe we'll do it at some point. Anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway, it's, I'm, not, I'm not hung up on that. It's it's it is interesting in the context of. I think I think to to place this movie up against something like The Matrix Reloaded is also saying something about Gender, how strong women. you feel about your movie. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. I would love to meet real down with love heads. Like people who like will go to bat for this movie. I would. <laughs> you would go to bat for this movie? I think I think that the movie is successful in what it's trying to do. I think that yeah. it is it has some bumps along the way, but I, I I will give this movie a lot of points for trying. Okay. I'm with you on that. From here until the day I die, I'll probably be YouTubing scenes from this movie. Like I will go back and rewatch scenes. I love doing that. I love like finding my favorite yeah. scenes and just rewatching them. And I will be looking, like, I'll look at the musical number again. Oh, absolutely. Um, I will go back. And there's such good line readings in here that I would recommend it for that. Yeah. Sarah Paulson, I wrote one of her lines, you're a hit. You're bigger than the pill. <laughs> in, in in a similar sense of, like, I've only watched The Sixth Sense twice, once when I didn't know what it was, and two, just to see if I could have put it together myself or on a second mm-hmm. time. I would totally want to rewatch this just to see if... Knowing now what we know, how that would change watching it. See, I like to do a same day skim of the movie before we get on together. So I kind of did that. And I feel like the first way through the performances all implode. Oh, God. (laughs) Like Renee Zellweger is like, um, like she's a great actress in the, in the realm, in the world of this movie. If, if that, if this whole time she knew that that was Catcher. Imagine she didn't read the whole script. (laughs) No wait. This is this is my this is even and better. She was like the, <gasps> the writers, the writers and the director were like, we want a real honest performance from you, so we're gonna withhold the ending from Whoa. you. Like they do that in like American Horror Story. Like Ryan Murphy will only give Sarah Paulson like the first like three, and then he'll be like, okay, the rest aren't done. <laughs> True, but also he wants like you know he wants them to be in the dark as much as well. Got it. And then that's why American Horror Story always goes into crazy town towards the end. True. Well, Ryan Murphy watched Down with Love and he was like, every season of my show will be like this movie. There we go. Love that. Love it. Love it for us. Love it for Sarah Paulson. Love it for Renee. Yeah. I do think Ewan's a star as well, but, you know, we don't acknowledge the men. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Anyway. How do you feel? I feel like I'm down with love. I loved it. I feel like I'm down with love and um, I want that mad magazine cover oh of that was funny hanging behind me we'll find it we'll that, find it we'll find it yeah i'm sure etsy's on yeah. it so <laughs> that's what i want out of this yeah and if you're a down with love head talk to us talk to us on social media we'll um talk just talk to steven <laughs> on social media <laughs> and um he'll send me this green grab in the morning yeah. hey wake up look, look at this <laughs> yeah should i come <laughs> what our review this week, that really glowing review we got. Oh. How excited were you when you read it? It was so, it was such a beautiful way to wake up. So I can't wait to read everyone else's reviews going forward. Okay, same, same, same. All right, um, that's it for Down With Love. Definitely don't forget to like. How about this? If, rate, if in the future. Great review. If we, if we have some more to share, we will share them next time and shout out the people who left the reviews. 
Um, yes, we will. We did a little TikTok shout out of all the people who left reviews so far, but there you go. It's This is like at LuLuRoe at the convention where they bring the people up on stage who sold a million leggings. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, this is your bonus check. Yeah, if you want to be a district, a if you want to be a district manager, manage your district. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was really good. All right. Um, see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, Stephen. Bye.